1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. Hello again. I'm Joe Connolly of WCBS News Radio with producer Neale Caruso, and you are going to meet an entrepreneur who will prove again that all the good ideas have not been taken. Elliot Moskowitz, a former commodities and foreign exchange trader, has now founded Prairie Street Prime, which is disrupting the kosher meat industry. Because when he was in Europe, he discovered high-quality kosher food is difficult to get because nobody was selling it online, DTC, direct-to-consumer. Now he is. So you sell kosher food online, and that turned out to be a very new idea that nobody was doing. Is that right? Uh,
0: There's very few people in the kosher space doing meat online. Uh, We're the only ones that are really focused on the luxury space, the top 5%. We have a USDA prime program, which is graded. Uh, We have lamb, we have veal, we have dry-aged and fish. Um, It's a very niche market, but... The main thing that we accomplished was being national and under the USDA. Uh, In the past, it had to be that you had to be in a densely populated area like New York, Manhattan, or maybe Chicago or Los Angeles to buy product. And in this new world with direct-to-consumer, we have our warehouses and we could ship anywhere you are in the United States, FedEx, UPS, it comes the next day.
1: That's interesting. So you went after the high end of the market. Did it take a lot of time and headache to get USDA approved and all of that?
0: It took me almost three years to uh, to build this company and all the facets that we need to make this work. The infrastructure, the processing, the USDA, the sourcing. We only buy from super high quality American sources. Right now, there's been a lot of food inflation and inflation across the board, but food particularly and hit hard. And one of the ways some stores and other players are dealing with that is they're importing lower quality product. Our product is strictly made in the U.S. and we've been cultivating the finest sources for the last couple of years.
1: It looks like you'd had a very successful career before this. So what motivated you and gave you the fortitude to work three years in developing this. How'd you get through that period?
0: Uh, it was difficult. Um, the original idea came from, um, we were living in Brussels. My wife uh, works for the United Nations and she was heavily involved in dealing with this Syrian refugee crisis. And at the time it was very difficult for us to get kosher meat and we made a club from France Um, to buy that. Now we've had uh, an incredible couple of years and people are trying to adjust to what's a new normal. The infrastructure is extremely complicated uh, and our packaging is very important to us as well. So that when you get your package the next day, UPS, it could be sitting in Los Angeles on your front patio. Um, Everything from a food safety and quality standpoint is there for you. Wow.
1: Neil. Neil. So I want to get to your direct-to-consumer platform, Elliot, because I'm really impressed by it. But before that, I want to go back to what you said about inflation and food prices. I actually find it pretty incredible you source everything in the United States. Is that something that has been able to help you keep food prices down, or what's your experience uh, with that? Because you obviously know the global market pretty well.
0: So uh, our main thing is consistent quality. It's not something that you could buy, and all of a sudden you say, I want to buy half a million iPhones and distribute them. Um, The whole supply chain has been troubling and broken. So what we've been doing the last few months is we process every week. We have industrial freezers, we're flash freezing everything 20 below zero the next day. And we've been accumulating a position over the last few months to make sure that we have adequate, consistent uh, supply. In our clientele, the main thing they care about is having the supply at that consistent level. So we're a niche within the niche. A kosher market is a very small market compared to the non-kosher, and we're working in only the highest end of those kosher markets. So one of the ways to accomplish that is to make sure that you have adequate inventory in all the product groups. And we saw a surge coming um, after COVID. People have really been tired of being cooped up and they want to get together. And in anticipation of that, uh, we've been building product and we've been fulfilling a tremendous amount of orders.
1: That's great. Well, Elliot, you have a plethora of YouTube videos uh, that are very, you know, they stand out, they're very impressive. Um, is that a big driver to your sales and uh, direct to consumer? Are people purchasing based on those videos? Or I don't know if you do any of these live cooking videos, but uh, you know, th- those seem to do pretty well, I, I would imagine.
0: So, actually, it's a little um, counterintuitive of why I've done this. Uh, uh, We put a lot of money into this area. We're not only disrupting the kosher e-commerce platform space, but we're also disrupting the kosher education space. And I didn't believe it would be a direct correlation to necessarily uh, providing videos to sales but we're building a community, a global community. And we publish more than 50 videos. We publish every Sunday. Uh, We have an in-house production team, video editors production. We're soon gonna be shooting on destination. And we're also gonna be next month starting our videos in other languages as well. That's education is an extremely important aspect uh, to our business. And we believe that over the long term, we'll build a community that will be global and some of that will continue into sales but will be known as the brand name uh, for luxury. And as we introduce other products into the system, into fish, into dry age, into that, and we also have a very significant B2B private chef business, and we see um, collaborating with them, shooting on destination, on a mansion, on a yacht, showing that whole experience. So one of the things that we wanna do is build confidence in uh, this take-at-home experience. And what's changed in cooking is the am- amazing amount of technology that's there today so it's not just cast iron and putting it in your oven anymore it could be sous vide it could be Instapot, pot it could be a smoker it could be a grill it could be a june oven anything you want and we cover all the different methods so whatever you're comfortable any lane uh, we want to do that this is a big commitment it's not a uh, short-term boost for sales, but we bil- We believe in the long term we're going to build a very serious global community on this and will also help us in sales.
1: Well, it sounds to me like this is more fun to you than uh, foreign currency exchange trading. It's a heck of a story that you tell, Elliot. And the website is uh, fun. It's a fun, nice website. Are you... Doing most of this here in the New York area, is that where your marketing and warehouses and everything are?
0: So actually, um, we're expanding. Um, We're putting another warehouse in Florida. Um, It's very important. There's been a a huge amount of migration or Jews moving down to Florida and the meat quality isn't necessarily as good. So we have multiple warehouses actually my team is all over across nine time zones from los angeles to east coast to spain and macedonia different uh, people handle different aspects of this project from graphic design to production to everything we are having a lot of fun but this is a very serious project for us and we plan on revolutionizing um, the whole space. Uh, We don't have a store, we don't sell to restaurants, we don't sell to wholesalers. So by the fact that we're under the USDA that enables us to have a national platform. And in fact, we're working on export licenses to be able to sell to the Dominican, Mexico, because a lot of people go on vacation in those areas and we need uh, legal ways to be able to ship as well. well.
1: This is an amazing story that you tell, Elliot. And I don't know if you were near retirement, you had a successful career before this, but is this a retirement business for you or, or not?
0: So it's an interesting question. Um, I, I thought I was retiring, actually, when I moved back from Europe, I had a job lined up on Wall Street again, uh, doing consulting, But as an ex-macro trader and someone that sees the market, I wasn't looking to do this, but I came back wondering why weren't the kosher space um, paying attention to what's happening in these new trends. And I didn't wanna be one of those people that spent their whole time thinking about something and never doing it and regretting it later. So I've spent three years devoting my life to understanding this and building this platform. And I'm feeling younger than I felt. I'm very mentally active. I have a great team. And I think I'll be leaving a legacy for the next generation as well.
1: And you got a cool website, too. Elliot, thank you. Congratulations on all that you're doing on Prairie Street Prime. Great to talk to you.